Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Today we have James Johnson back with us. James is a real estate agent and has been for about 10 years. He has helped people get through the one funnel away challenge. He's helping men and dads of all ages in his Facebook group to find financial freedom. Such an awesome topic. By bringing in experts for training on how he creates multiple income streams. Thanks for coming back. Oh, I'd love to come back and chat with you guys. The last time, <laughs> the last time we talked for about half an hour off the air. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, James, um, I think this is a question I'll, that we all kind of struggle with. I know Jocelyn and I both struggle with it, and it's the question when you're starting a business and you've got a family and stuff like that. How have you found ways to navigate work, life, family, and business balance? Um. That's a good one, Matt. As, as all parents, you try to find the balance, but um, there's, it's difficult. Like, I remember Tony Robbins said that, you know, you could have great finances, but then your family life is bad. You know, you're great at work because you're staying in the office so long, but your family life is, or, or you spend lots of time with your kids, but your fitness isn't that great, and, or your fitness is great, and your relationships are bad. And, you know, it's hard to find a balance of everything, and you have have to try and just do the best you can and I think as a new entrepreneur I know it's very difficult because you're straining to get the job done and figure things out and you don't want to be interrupted to get another chocolate milk for your kid and um, <laughs> and that's the easiest thing to do right um, but you just have to do your best um, at, at scheduling things and getting stuff done uh, I wasn't that great when I first started, but now I'm getting better at organization and saying, okay, this is on my list to do. And these are the things that I definitely have to get done and mm -hmm. figure out how much time of the day I have. I'm not a real early morning person. So, um, I rarely get up early before the kids. I'll rather stay, stay awake after the kids go to sleep and I'll say to myself, okay, these are the things I should be getting done. I have to get done for the next day. And, um, but even like, you know, you go to work and I listen to things on the, the iPod and, and it's trainings and stuff like that. I'm never stop. You never stop learning. Like it helps. It helps a ton. So take, take advantage of every point of the day where you can just to get something done and take in some information. So. so I really like what you said about, you know, you're not a morning person and so you stay up late knowing yourself and choosing to do what works better for yourself, I think is a, is a really good, um, a really good method there. Um, yeah. So as we know, parenting is difficult with lots of ups and downs. Um, what has been one of your biggest joys in watching your children grow up? Grow up? Oh man, uh, my kids now are 10, seven and a half and uh, four. And it's, uh, it's been amazing. Like 
my my niece we just celebrated her 10th birthday yesterday and she's only a few months younger than my oldest daughter and my brother and i are sitting there and we're like man 10 years ago we didn't have kids and the past 10 years even more than the past 10 years i guess because my wife and i bought our house 15 years ago and it it seems like it's just flown by and it's one thing you got to be a you got to pay attention more to the to the now when it comes to your kids and i find i do that with my son taking him to jk now because this is my last kid and um well that's what i hope <laughs> plan <laughs> <laughs> um but i seem to enjoy it more taking him to school and walking seeing him walk into class than i did with my other daughters because you don't realize how important or precious that is i guess mm -hmm. so um, yeah, I just enjoy doing that. And I've, I've, um, I know we talked about before off everything, a super happy fun day with my kids, um, where I spend the day with them on their birthdays and we do a bunch of different activities to whatever they want. But, um, yeah, you just have to, you have to pay attention to your kids. Like you can't just always be watching TV or in our, in my case, as an entrepreneur on the computer, if your kid needs you, they need you. And you have to take it. You have to pay attention to that because when you have, especially when you have multiple kids, it's difficult to divide their time. And some kids are more jealous than others that, Oh, mommy has this one. Mommy has that kid for a certain amount of time. And how come you're giving that one cuddles and you did your homework with her last night. You didn't do it with me last night and all these different excuses. I know my daughters throw at me. And, um, I just, you know, you got to try and do your best to balance things out, your, your family life and your work life. And if things get out of whack though, like I was talking with a coach the other day and the coach told me sometimes you have to, though, you have to push yourself hard in some things to get out of balance stay, don't stay there. But just for instance, your business, if you have to stay up all night to get some stuff done, then you do it. But then you might pay the effect you might have the you know the next couple of days but you got it done and the same thing is like in the summertime you're going on vacation forget about your business go on vacation enjoy your family and um then your business might take a bit of a hit but it is what it is you just have to do what you got to do and um you got to be able to segment your mind like because i had a hard time doing that i was in the backyard with the kids playing and i couldn't i was thinking of all these things i wanted to do online and I couldn't focus on the kids as much as I should. So I'm getting a lot better at that. It's like, okay, it's kid time now. I'm done. I'm not thinking about the job. And yeah, that's, that's the way I look at it. Man, I absolutely love that. And that leads into a, a really important question. You know, we've talked about balance. We've talked a little bit about watching your kids grow up and enjoy that brand. So what are some of the different, what are three ways that you are intentional with not only your marriage, but making sure you're spending that quality time with each one of your kids. Three ways. Intentionally, I spend it with the kids. Um, well, I try to, we try to have a nice family dinner. Um, we get home fairly late. We get home at like six o'clock just after six. So it's a long day for the kids and I, I get that. Um, but I try to focus on them that whole part of the night and um, cause they there's homework involved and mm -hmm. you know, they want to be able to watch TV. And um, 
So I'm not one of those parents that say my kids in bed at seven because I get, I get home at six so, <laughs> or they get home at six, never mind. Um, but yeah, I just try to, you know, there's days like on Saturdays, I take my two youngest ones to gymnastics. And then after that, we'll go have lunch and spend some time together. And then at the same time, my wife, she's taking my oldest one to, um, to drama class. I just finished the other day, but she'll take her out afterwards and spend some quality time with her. And, and I think that's what kids need is that alone time with their parent. And um, I know I mentioned how I do it on their birthdays, but I think I got to do it. It'd be nice to do once a, once a month with every kid on a Saturday or a Sunday. And then, you know, because they grow up so fast. I mean, I mentioned before, my daughter's 10 and it seems like every time I get her out of bed in the morning, she's growing an inch. She's getting so tall. And looking at some of the baby pictures last night at the party with my my niece who turned 10, um, seeing them both side by side as babies on a bed. It was like, wow, you guys now look at you, you're little women, like, you know, 10 going on 30, but that's another story for another day. Um, but yeah, you just have to, I just try to spend as much time when I'm not working with them, like all evening. I'm basically, I'll be, if I don't have an interview, I'm usually with them doing everything I can because I know that after they go to bed, then I could put a couple hours in on the business if I have to. So just spend time with them. Just, you know, if the kid wants to go ride the bike for a while and I know sometimes it's difficult, but to shut things off, especially as a new entrepreneur, but sometimes it does, it clears your mind and you come back with a new idea of, of something different. And, um, yeah, you just have to, it's, it's difficult. I'm not saying it's not, but you just have to learn to come around to, put your stuff in order and your kids should be first. Oh, and I, I forgot my wife. It. I forgot my wife. My wife should be first too. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the evening time, you know, we'll watch our show. Um, cause we're both doing things with the kids and, um, the homework and stuff. And, and my second daughter, she needs a lot of extra attention, um, with some speech problems that she's had and she's getting a lot better. But, um, but then my wife and I, I will sit on the couch and watch a bit of TV and I don't watch that much TV anymore compared to what I used to um, now that I'm trying yeah. to do this online business. But, um, you know, sometimes it's difficult though, when you got three kids, you know, for the husband and wife to, to get intimate and, and, and spend time together because the kids want to be in the middle all the time. So as long as you, as the couple understand that, you know, you can't always do what you want to do and be as close as you want to be. Cause your kids are, they want your attention more Then that's just the way it, that's just the way it has to work. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I think it's really important. We were talking off the air before we hit recording stuff about how you and your family do awesome activities together. For example, you have an activity planned with your, uh, with your wife and with your kids after we get off this interview, why don't you share a little bit about that activity that you guys are doing together? Because I think that that is, a an essential thing you know going out yeah. showing your kids how to be you know respectful that's something we talked about a little earlier respectful to other people yeah. somebody who's giving to other people yeah so my two oldest daughters are in we call it cubs and beavers um but it's like typically just a younger branch of scouts and every christmas they deliver these santa boxes to the to the kids in need and I used to do it with my uncle and cousins when we were younger. And, you know, it's just a shoebox with some clothing and a toy and a book or something in it. And now my daughters have been doing it. I don't know if this is a third or fourth year. 
but they really enjoy it. They see the excitement out of some of these kids' face because the kids know it's coming. Um, this is just a big box, a shoe box um, that's decorated in, in Santa or Christmas decorations. And um, so my kids get a, a real kick of, I load up a dolly and we'll go in an apartment building, say the high rise, and we're just going floor to floor, giving these, these boxes out. And the girls realize how special it is because I said, well, look at, they might not have toys and look at all the toys you got. And, you know, and my girls, I think it's, it's passed on like the, the giving feeling is passing on to them because now they find they're donating more dolls and, you know, we say, Oh, once a month, if they're not f playing with these toys, they've been donating. So dad, can I donate these dolls? I don't use them anymore. It's like, are you sure? Yeah, dad, I haven't played with them in a couple months. And I was like, okay, that's great. Um, we gave a bunch to my sister for her class. She's a great school teacher. and The kids loved it. Um, but yeah, I th think, you know, you lead by example as a father and, and a mother and you have to get out in all aspects of life. I mean, it like, so by going out with my kids and showing them um, and, and your, your, your manners, your respect, your, your dignity. Um, I admit <laughs> I swear too much sometimes in the home and, um, my wife said to me that because my little guy started swearing well, a few months ago, he'd say the odd word. It was cute. But um, my wife says, it's funny. The girls never swore. And I was like, yeah, well now we got three kids. So I'm a little bit more frustrated sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that also comes because being a real estate investor and I was trying to make things happen. And, um, and now with the online, when I started online business and stuff and, you do, you get hung up on, you got to learn to stop thinking about the business and pay more attention to the kids sometimes. And for a while I was just frustrated. I couldn't get things going. And, um, so I would swear and, uh, I forget like a sailor and, um, my little guy was picking it up and I was like, that ain't good. If he's saying it, um, you know, that's not a good thing. So yeah, I've cut back on that. And, um, but yeah, you got to spend time with your kids and, you know what? The kids don't always have to go to an amusement park. Like my kids, we got to, they all have three separate parks, um, just playgrounds that I call them. There's a Jasmine park, there's a Jordan park, and there's a Jacob park. And the reason why they're named that is because it was the first time I've gone to that park with them. Mm. And so ever since then, they've called that their park, right? And uh, mm. just spending time like a half hour in a park on a swing. Kids will, they appreciate that. I mean, it might not be a big thing to us sometimes, but for a kid, it's huge. You know, you want to throw the ball around with your kid or ride a bike with your kid. and It's massive effect. And when the kids get older, they'll remember those things. So it's, you just got to think back to what you had when you were a kid. And, you know, um, hopefully you can replace some of those memories. Or if you didn't have those memories, you want to make new ones. So <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, is there a piece of advice that you wish you had been given before beco becoming a parent? Before becoming an apparent, um, <laughs> it's a hard question. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, you know, my mom and I, my mom had me early. I was, she was 18, I think, 17, 18 years old when she had me. And, um, and seeing that connection we had, I always wanted to have kids young. And um, seeing also my grandparents were young and I got to know them and then my brother as well and but my sister didn't um get to know her grandparents that much and i said it's kind of crap you know not to have that element in your life of 
awesome grandparent. And so I wanted to have kids early and I told my mom, I'm going to have kids by 30 and that didn't happen. And she kept joking to me about it. And then it was finally, uh, um, 30, uh, 36, I guess, and jazz became and but it's also because we wanted to buy a house mm-hmm. and we bought our house and, uh, we fixed it up and then we said, okay, now we're having kids. But the one thing, I guess the advice I wish I would have had and we learned and we got it done with the second and third one is while they're still young babies, do what you need to do around the house. Because once they get crawling and walking, <laughs> they're into everything. So you can't, you don't have that. that. <laughs> yeah. And I passed that on. I passed that advice on to a lot of my friends, my sister who just, her daughter's three now. And I said, listen, when, you, when she was born, I said, listen, you're home for maternity leave, get your stuff done. Um, while your little one's napping or, you know, just lying on the mat and she can't move. Cause once she gets moving, you know, you won't be able to sit still. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's really the only, that's a little bit of advice, I guess I learned for myself. No one ever gave me that advice. Um, but yeah, and I would pass that on to everybody because you, you think of, if you're home with a child, you, you could be more productive, like doing whatever it is. If it's a housework. And I know it can be tiring. Like obviously raising a small, especially for the moms, you know, um, when the babies are really young, but at the same time, you know, those are the, those, that's the first seven months, eight months, you got to try and do accomplish something because once the kid starts getting up and moving, it's a lot harder to accomplish something. It is so true as some, as our youngest just started walking. (laughs) So like she is into everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you know, that they're curious. They want to check yeah. out everything. And, and we just know. moved and she's taking stuff out of boxes as we're putting stuff in the boxes or vice versa. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, there's some truth to that. <laughs> so we talked about some different ways to be intentional when it comes to your children. What are some ways that you've been intentional with your wife? What are some of the best marriage strategies that you've learned in your marriage? Um, see, when we first had our daughter, it was very um, reluctant to have babysitters take care of her so we could have a night out. And um, so we just got my mom to do it. And um, my mom loved it. My daughter was the first, her first grandchild, so she loved it. Um, but, and sometimes with three kids it's difficult to ask someone to babysit all three of your kids and I know now when my mom watches all three they get kind of tired so here's my kids right now they're trying to come into the show Um, but um you made me lose my train of thought but yeah so my wife and I yeah we were trying like we like going to movies so we would try at least once a month to go to a movie and Mm. um and I know like my wife has a hard, like not a hard job, like physically, but mentally hard. And she's up early in the morning. And sometimes on a Friday night, she don't want to go to a movie. And then Saturdays, it's usually all about the kids. Um, so yeah, it can be difficult. Um, and then, but we got to plan, you got to plan these things out in advance. And we went to a wedding a few months ago and uh, my mom came over and watched the kids and we stayed at a hotel and, you know, we were able to let our hair down. You know, I don't have any hair, but you know, <laughs> just the figure of speech. But yeah, I mean, it's it was great not having the kids. Um, and I know as a new parent too, you're always anxious and paranoid of even when, especially the first kid, 
when the baby's sleeping in the crib and the baby's breathing a little out of whack and you're like, what the hell is that noise? <laughs> Did they stop breathing? You're checking the baby's chest to see if the baby stopped breathing. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you gotta, after a while, you'll learn to be more relaxed. And you see that now with my, my third child. I mean, it's, it's, it's a piece of cake. Um, a friend of mine had a second child there a while ago and, I always tell my cousins, I have some cousins and guys I play hockey with who, who just had, are having babies. And I said, listen, those first couple of weeks, your head's going to be spinning because the baby's going to wake up every few hours to feed and this and that. And the guys are like, James, you're so right. And that was pretty intense. But then they got the hang, you get the hang of it. And the same thing when the kids are older, you, you get the hang of having a second child as a newborn. And now I have my third one as a newborn. It was no big deal. Um, but there's always challenges, whatever phase the kid's going through. Like my oldest is 10 and um, her hormones are acting up and, <laughs> and her, her younger sister's almost eight and they share a bedroom and um, they can have their scrapping days and they have their good days. So um, I, I know as a dad, I tell myself that it can't be getting too upset with them. Um, like I do sometimes because they're fighting because in my household, I had, my brother was seven years young younger than me. My, my sister was 12 years younger than me. So I didn't really fight with my brother and sister because they were that much younger than me. Mm -hmm. But my, sister, my, my two daughters are only like two years apart, two and a half. So my wife knows that what that's all, my wife knows what that's all about because she has three sisters, two of them are twins and they're all four years, four years apart, I think. So mm -hmm. yeah, they, they have that scraps all the time. So. Yeah. Apparently it's a normal thing. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. I just never grew up with it. So I didn't know. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I'm like, what are you scrapping all the time for? Like, honestly. I don't, like, I don't know. But if yeah, you, it's a normal. I don't know if you've ever heard of the book, um, the birth order book um, by no. Kevin Lehman. Okay. Um, it's fascinating to me. It talks about how the birth order and the age gap between kids can affect their personalities. <laughs> And um, they say that if you're more than five years apart in age, then it's like you're yes. starting over. So that each child after five years is a, like an only child all over again. Yes. So you're uh, an only child. Your siblings are both only children as well. So that, I thought, yeah. yeah. So then, I don't know. I thought that book was absolutely fascinating. <laughs> to talk yeah, about. no, it's, it's, I've heard, I guess I've heard the theory because our doctors told us that, yeah, once your kid gets to five, they're basically, self-dependent yeah um, they don't you know but I mean they still need your help obviously but they're like an only child so and I see the difference like if my oldest it was just my oldest and my youngest there'd be a huge difference in the house oh, right yeah. and yep. It, yep. yeah you can see it playing a different role in your personality too yep. like that's um my daughter my oldest one's a little jealous it's because of my younger one because they had to share a bedroom just when she started getting liking her bedroom, then my third, my son came along and I had to share a bedroom. And so, you know, you're right with all the different ages, there's so many different factors that can come into the play. We all have our own personalities, but depending on your siblings ages, it could definitely change your personalities. Yes. Yep. Um, so how can people learn more about you and your mission? Uh, my Facebook, uh, James M. Johnson, or my Facebook group for guys, Financial Freedom for Fathers. It's just guys and dads in there. Um, that is um, financialfreedomforfathers.com, I guess, their Facebook group. And, um, yeah, I'm just training the fathers in there on different financial 
how to earn different incomes. And um, it's been pretty cool so far, this journey of online journey, um, the last nine months. But that's that's basically it. I don't have – I'm not giving my cell phone number today. <laughs> <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that's basically it. It's just my Facebook group and my, my personal page. And I just recently made a change in my group to, to have the women um, – to- leave the group because I wanted all men so they feel safer in what they talked about and the women were like oh why don't you know they had they were supportive of me but then they said why don't you change the group to parents financial freedom for parents I said no I'm going with guys because there's not enough there's not enough guy groups out there so but I said and the girls could still contact me and they message me and they ask for help and um, it's been great and actually I've helped more females on coaching calls than I have males, but that's just because the group and the list I have, I guess. So. All right. Well, awesome. Uh, what are your, some of your favorite marriage and parenting resources, podcasts, books, uh, courses? What are some of the things that you would definitely recommend to people uh, referring to marriage and parenting? Um, to watch the reruns of Married with Children. Um, <laughs> never seen <laughs> so that show, kidding. actually. <laughs> I've never, I was never a fan of the Bundys. Never a fan. Um, <laughs> resources. Um, I've studied a bit of Tony Robbins stuff on relationships. Not a whole lot, but I, my resources, my parents. I see what they've gone through in their lives. We just celebrated their 40th anniversary uh, three years ago and um they've had all kinds of ups and downs and um they said i was born my mom was young when she had me um i was my mom and dad weren't married um my dad wasn't sure if he wanted to be with my mom and then like a few months later he's like yes i am totally sure and they got married when i was two and um they've had like you said you have financial ups and downs Mm -hmm. and um you have, you know, they've had a lot of things, but a lot of people look up to my parents for everything they do, like for their families and their, their house is the party house. People go there for big parties. We've had parties there. So my, my resource is my parents. They just, the way they hold themselves and treat people is just, um, but yeah, I haven't really read any books on marriage and stuff like that. I just, um, I just pay attention to what my parents are doing. Um, mm. I'm sure it could be better too, but, um, but yeah, I think everybody, for instance, my parents had their 40th anniversary. There was like over a hundred people in the Legion. It was a surprise party. My parents both had 50 birthday surprise birthday parties. One was here in my little bungalow and we had over 83 people in the house. Oh my gosh. Not all at one time, but through the course of the night and same with my dad, his, <laughs> and their only thing is their birthdays are only a few days apart. Um, which is kind of cool. And my dad was the same thing. He had a huge surprise birthday party at his at his house when he turned 50. And I think he had 87 people through the course of the night. And seeing that means, you know, you obviously have friends. You have your family. Sure, they come from decent-sized families, but your friends and your coworkers show up. And it means you're doing something right, obviously. So you're not a hermit living in a hole and not talking to people. Um, if you want to do that, that's fine. But, um, yeah, my parents, my dad, whenever someone wants to move, they call my dad, you know, and my mom, she's given cakes every Christmas. She's baking a cake for a teacher or something. And, um, 
in the tea in the past like my parents like the teachers like james your mom is so awesome she brings these cakes in and we're not so much we're not allowed to bring cakes like that anymore to school um but even our babysitter we have she says james your because my niece was being babysat too with her and she says your mom is probably the most amazing person i've ever met i don't want to brag about it but um she just wishes she would have met her earlier in life because she just met her this past few years while her kids were being babysat by her so yeah i just it's like your kids. You want your kids to model you, right? And yep. that's on modeling my parents. And you got to lead by example. And that's that's the way I look at it. I mean, sure, we have our ups and downs and our bad days, but you know, in the long run, I think I would say if I can do if I can raise my kids half of what my parents raised me, I think I'd be okay. I think that brings- I don't want to sound I don't want to sound like I'm, I know everyone says, "Oh, that's awesome," but. I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but it's true. Like when people, so many people compliment on my parents. It means I think a that's, a, that's a really good point is that we need to be the person that we want our kids to become. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Matt, that's one reason why I want to do this. When I, my podcast and my <laughs> Facebook group and all this stuff, because I want to leave a legacy behind. I heard a motivational quote on uh, it was one of those YouTube videos, and it's like, "Will your grandkids, kids remember you? Uh, will even your grandkids remember you? Like, if you don't make an impact on the world, they're not going to remember you, or not even the world, just your family in general." Like, my mom's parents were amazing people, and my kids never got to meet them, but they hear all kinds of stories about them. So, yeah, um, yeah it's just I want to leave an impact. Um, once I started taking the real estate investing coaching or training, I was like, it was a rich dad, poor dad course. And I said, I want to teach other people. That was my goal. I wanted to make it happen. I want to teach other people. And I did, I helped my sister-in-law. She's now financially free. Mind you, she had to move outside the city, um, to do it, but she bought some rentals. She's loving it. And I taught, um, two other friends who bought rentals and they're, they're getting some cash flow and they're loving it. And just to be able to teach people is amazing. And now obviously I don't know all the experts, the fields of bringing in income, but it's better to have more different kinds of income. And that's why I want to teach people how to invest properly. And um, as much as people get afraid, like the millennials get afraid of the market because what happened in 2008 and 2009, if people don't know 2009, January, 2009 was the highest the market was ever been. So as shitty as 2008 was, 2009 was, the, if you had your money in the market, you would have done okay afterwards. So I just want people to know these things. Like, like I said, that Tony Robbins Money Master of the Game book changed my, my look, look on life. And um, people have to learn to save more. I'm not saying I'm the perfect saver, but, you know, just you have to look down the road. You can't live day to day. And I just want to teach people that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, James, thank you so much for being on our podcast. We really appreciate your time today. Oh, you guys are great. I, I <laughs> love when couples do the same job. Like it's, you got the same vision. It's, it's really inspiring when you see that. Um, I really love it. I appreciate what you guys are doing for the community and, and you know, these, these, these uh, family, these family groups and family podcasts are really really cool and i think there should be more of them so hopefully hopefully yeah. ours is, is is cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. thank but, you so uh, yeah, we definitely talk down the road for sure i'd love definitely. to we will definitely look forward to having you on again where we will have a chance to pick your brain about business 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been fun talking with you guys, and I can see the kids are getting a little restless now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You can. So, but, Thank um, you. But yeah, next time you come on, we'll we'll do some more business stuff. Yeah. Sounds, sounds good. You have a great day. Hope everyone listening has a phenomenal rest of their day. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.